This time on Matters, the meatball story, divorcee hobbies, bang, all this and more on this exciting episode of Matters. His name is Matt, his name is Matt, and that's all that matters, yeah. Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to them. I'm Matt Noss. With me at the table is Matt Rose. How are you doing, Matty? Oh, man, I have the next five days off. I am... (sighs) We are... Not to sound like a juggalo, but whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I saw a guy, a hatchet rider today. (laughs) Uh, I uh, I was actually not that far from your house. I was on my way home, and, you know, I take John R on the way home. Yep. And I pulled up next to this dude, and he had his arm like out by the side, and he had fucking the hatchet rider. Yeah, yeah. And I just I looked at him, and then I looked at him. It was a kid in the back seat, not in a car seat. And I was like, "Yep." <laughs> what up to my family? What up to the juggalo and juggalettes listening to the Matters podcast? You know you're welcome here. Whoop whoop. Ah <laughs> uh, man. Joining us today at the table, uh, you may know him from the Go Comedy Improv Theater, where he has been part of many things, including the aforementioned uh, Newsish with Tim K. Uh, please welcome to the show, Chris Fortin. Oh, hello, everybody. Chris. Chris. Oh. <laughs> Should I applaud now? <laughs> well, if, if, if you don't want me to slap your hand like I just slapped Matt's. <laughs> I just gave you a real iced. I just fucking iced you, bro. Do you want me here? Should I leave? <laughs> hey, man. Now's when it gets real. The microphones are on. <laughs> like, that would be the worst. Like, you, congratulations. You just got banged. <laughs> banged? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna head out. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love that the conceit is to invite you three weeks ago onto the show, have a really nice conversation before we started the recorder, and then when it starts, trick you into being on a show called Banged. <laughs> so why are you such a dick? Like, why Banged. <laughs> It's like I met your daughter. You gave me a drink. Uh huh. But also, bang. Like what? to make it even worse, like it's just nonsense insults. It's like Fortin, huh? <laughs> Rhymes with Corton. Bang. That's not even the good one. Go with Fortin. <laughs> oh God, we have drops. Burn. <laughs> just a crackling fire. <laughs> Chris, welcome to the show. Oh. How are welcome to Matters and welcome to Banged. I'm still not sure how we're going to do We're that. not sure which one you're on yet. Keep going. <laughs> we'll find out by the end of it. But right now, let's pretend it's Matters and we're going back to format. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Uh, I don't have the next four days off or five days, but I do have tomorrow off. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So... Um, uh, for all of our listeners, our thoughts are our own. We're speaking for ourselves here on this podcast. No, believe you me, it's a, it's a whole thing at General Motors. Yep, oh, yep, yep, yep. My no. thoughts are my own. Yeah, uh, also my thoughts are my own. Yeah, I did media training. Uh, and yeah, that is, I haven't said where I worked yet, but right. technically and once you don't I have do, to. right? So this is a pre-disclaimer if it gets mentioned. Right. But uh, we, we're all in the uh, automotive area of life, mm-hmm. and uh, it is quite often that for the 4th of July week 
you'll get shut down uh, yeah. for uh, because the labor unions negotiated that because they're really good at nego- negotiating. So yay, keep union. them around. <laughs> yay, unions are good. Keep union. them around. Yeah. <laughs> well, so for your guys, so yeah, so I work for Ford. We do have a shutdown right now, but we have to take our own vacation days. We have. To, I had to take Man, my own okay. vacation. Day. Right. I um, I work for the division of one of the big three that does finance. Oh. So I don't get shut down. <laughs> yeah, finance so never to, gets it. Never. Yeah. Because so, today was end of June. Actually, yesterday was the second. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, Fiscal they, quarters? Uh, yes, the end okay. of the quarter was... <laughs> yeah. The end of the quarter was June, uh, July second. Look at I just us. like that. There's multiple calendars that like no one knows about that one, but it's very important <laughs> to the world, right? <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting business. It's like, oh, it's actually Money Month right now, so you guys should really get your deals in. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, well, let's not talk about cars. Ah. <laughs> uh, my friend, I'm so glad to have you on the show. I We have known each other for a while, and you've just met Matt. Uh, of course, I don't know too much about you personally, because we've never really had those conversations. Doesn't mean that that's where we're going to be going today. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't banged. We're not setting you up for like Just uh, share something that broke your heart, and then uh, we're going to make fun of you for it. Banged! Ever shit your pants? Banged! Oh. No, I don't think I have a shitting my pants story. Good oh, for you. Matt, Matt and I have more You're than we are willing <laughs> You're to admit. A hero. Oh man, just what a low bar to feel good about myself. <laughs> just keep living is our advice. Because <laughs> one day you will, oh, and it'll be sad. It'll, it'll happen, and you just you just have to learn to laugh at yourself and the fact that you might have more than one pants shitting stories. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever shared this one, but. No, I've definitely shared this one, but it's probably been a, it's been a while. Matt, I lose track. We've done so many episodes that I know that I have told yeah. the Dillinger Four story at least ten times. Chris, I will tell it. Welcome to episode one eighty six of Matters, oh <laughs> the twelfth episode in a row featuring poop story. Uh, the hundred and eighty six. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this is terrible. I'll probably cut this, but um, probably not. Probably not. We'll I'm, see. I will see. Um, when the second city was in Novi, mm. after classes, everybody would go to BW threes, and oh, um, the big joke was I would always be my big joke. Let me not say that, <laughs> that everybody appreciated it, but I sure did. Is that I would be like hundred wings all blazing. That was my big joke. Uh, but my order was always, and they used to serve drumsticks, mm-hmm. not just wings, but they used to serve legs. Full legs, and uh, they had this sauce, and the sauce was called Caribbean Jerk. Is that not still a thing? It probably is. No, I, would, still I would imagine it's probably still a thing. But I, I have not ordered it since this fa- no. fateful night, <laughs> where I had six drumsticks covered in Caribbean Jerk, and I, I lived in Shelby Township, uh, and this was in Novi, so that's about an hour plus ride Whoa. at night. With nothing open. Um, so I get to the exit for John R., which is where I would go. I would go John R. down to uh, 24 and 24 up. It's kind of a dumb way to do it, but it's the way that I did it. Um, so I have to use the gentleman's lounge. Something bad. 
my gut's working with nuts. <laughs> um, and I see the 7-Eleven at John R. and Long Lake. I want to say that's right. And I pull in there and I don't go inside and be like, look, man, I'll buy whatever I have to buy. I got to use your bathroom. I instead, like a thief, go to the dumpsters, <laughs> drop trap, <laughs> and blast. <laughs> 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 Seven Eleven dumpster. It was more the dumpster of the industrial complex that was right behind it. I was trying to stay cool. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere there is surveillance of me just wrecking the sidewalk. I can only imagine the next day someone walking there and be like, Caribbean jerk. Oh, oh why, no. Why, why did Buffalo Wild Wings go in? I, you know, no, we don't no, know. I, I met the the path of least resistance <laughs> is just going in and be like, hey, bro, can I use your, your, you know, your John? Like, sure. Instead of hiding behind a dumpster <laughs> and doing your filthy business on their brick wall. Somewhere there's surveillance of yeah. it and they're just like. Look at how pathetic he is. <laughs> uh, there was a bank robbery that night. They had to collect that as evidence in the courtroom. They They're still watch it. it. They <laughs> still watch it to this just, day. Just some prosecutor with a bag of my filth. <laughs> Do you know what this is about? I posit this man robbed the bank. <laughs> His love of BW3s. <laughs> Somewhere a man is wrongfully <laughs> oh, So yesterday um, I don't know why I'm telling Every embarrassing story about me right now Probably just to loosen it up um, So I'm not Thrilled about my weight right now I'm just going to be honest with you Ever since we had my daughter I've been uh, using that as an excuse Just to shovel anything that I want to Into my face I mean that's a good excuse It's a good one It's been working I've had a lot of success with it <laughs> uh, Too much success when I see pictures of me And I'm like whoa that looks like two of me <laughs> That looks like uh, Someone shoved a hobo <laughs> Into my t-shirt uh, don't worry about me. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> Banged. Uh, Get out of here, hobo. <laughs> Banged. <laughs> so, yesterday I was doing great. Was having a great day, Chris. Having one of the best days I've had in a while. And then after Roach Coach, went upstairs and I was like, hmm, I'm a little hungry. My mom, for Father's Day, bought me an Omaha Steaks <laughs> gift box. Uh. <coughs> one of the uh, gifts in there was... Uh, Italian meatballs. Was what? Italian meatballs. Uh-oh. Oh, I don't like where this is going. It's like 1230. It says four minutes. I'm like, okay. Now, these are bigger than quarter-sized meatballs. These are like... And these were frozen? They were frozen. Four minutes isn't, isn't gonna... They were cooked. I don't think that's gonna de... Like... It didn't. Okay. <laughs> but you... Oh no, man. But it didn't stop me. <laughs> oh man. So I ate 12, <laughs> 12 
partially frozen meatballs. Well, the one on the outer ring was super hot. Okay. It was the ones in the middle that were still partially <laughs> meatsicles. They were tepid. Yeah. After Luke you warm. burned your mouth on the outside ones, you cooled, cooled it <laughs> with the inner ones. I got through, if there were 10 or 12, I don't know, but let's just say there was 10. I got through eight of them, no problem. Yeah. There were two left. I looked at it and I went, uh, I don't even want these. And then proceeded to eat them. (laughs) You don't want to waste food. so That's the thing. I am like a Labrador. If you put it in my bowl, I am eating it. Yeah. And I could have put two meatballs into a little Tupperware container for a snack later. What maniac does that? No. I, um, I mean, I wouldn't put meatballs in there, but like... I am neurotic about, like, even if it's a little bit, I don't want to waste it. I get that. Yeah. And I don't waste it by shoving it into my (laughs) face. That's how I do it. That's how it's done. Well, so I would highly recommend uh, starting to do yoga. Really? Yeah. Uh, because here's the best thing. You go to yoga Saturday morning, and then you go have two entrees at brunch because you just did yoga. So, like, oh, you can. Yeah, that's been most of my weekends lately. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll go to a new place and be like, oh, I've never been here before. I need chilaquiles and the banana toast. And then, like, well, and, you know, oh, avocado toast to see. You also, <laughs> go to Owl because it has good brunch. Is Owl good? It is good, yeah. I've not uh, where's, been there yet. Where's Owl? Is it's on, I passed it on the way here. It's on Woodward in Royal Oak. Okay. Uh, if you know where the Lover's Lane is. Yep. It is very close to that Lover's okay. Lane. All right. Is that is that a good... Is that a good landmark for a lot of people? <laughs> well, it's it's a memorable landmark. It's a um, ma- ma- yeah, sure. Matt knew I knew where that was. So. <laughs> I didn't go follow your boner. Like, <laughs> follow your boner to Lover's Lane. Keep going a couple steps, and then it's the owl. <laughs> just follow Dick first into the owl. Bang! <laughs> Damn it! Yes! Oh, I should have seen it coming. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I love it. I love it so much. That is such a me move. Like, yeah, I, I am also a uh, apps guy. Like, mm. I love appetizers, mm-hmm. so I'm always like, hmm. Well, I mean, we should. So, try. what's your go-to appetizer? If you go to a restaurant and they've got every appetizer you like, what's the one that you're gonna pick? Nine times out of ten, I'm gonna get a calamari. Mm. Oh. You give me a calamari with a with a red sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Typically, when I get calamari, I don't even do a sauce. I just eat the calamari straight. That's how much I like calamari. I love calamari. That that is good. I hate cheese sticks. Yeah, because they're never good. It's always they're like, they're always gross. Like it, the, it, I mean, you know, they just took it frozen out of the freezer, dunked it in some oil, and took it out. And and, and when you bite it, like there's. There's gonna be that pocket of searing oil that comes out, <laughs> and I always feel so gross after finishing them. Yeah, like if you have three cheese sticks and then are like, "Oh, let me turn around and have an entree." <laughs> yeah, and then let me turn around and have the biggest duke of my <laughs> life. <laughs> uh. The uh, Red Robin used to have a sandwich with mozzarella sticks on it. Yes, it did. Uh, Apple, Applebee's has that as an option to add 
to like steak and chicken. Like, why don't you just throw some cheese sticks on it? Like, <laughs> why this, not? We dare you to. <laughs> yeah. Is this is this like a Portlandia joke and I'm I'm, I'm missing it? Like, throw some cheese sticks on it. Is your heart beating? Not cool. <laughs> Maybe it's a little too fast. Working a little too not well enough. Here you go. Oh but uh, if 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 the people you're with are like, no, let's not get calamari. Let's get something else. What? Ooh. All right. If it's no calamari. Because that's my go-to. That is that's number one. The bullet. It's delicious. I'm not gonna. I'm not okay. gonna take that away from you. Wings is my number two. As an okay. appetizer. As an app. All right. I'll do wings. Now, can I do wings as a meal? You're goddamn right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Banked. Uh, <laughs> but if it's like three people, I'll be like, "You like wings?" Just should we get a dozen wings? Just a dozen just wings. A, it's just a dozen. A quick, wings, wings, wings. <laughs> three wings. wings. <laughs> quick does. <laughs> Let's oh. just slam a quick dozen wings. <laughs> that is an appetizer. I feel like I'm already tired and dirty, like going into the meal. All right, I get that. Yeah. I don't do sauced wings. Oh, I, I don't. You do dry rub. I like a dry rub. Okay. I hate a sauced wing. Nine times out of ten, I hate a sauced wing. Baked. <laughs> God damn! Because I was just waiting for you to say dry rub again, so I could go yeah. bang. <laughs> you like to dry rub it, Matt? Oh <laughs> shit! I'm getting banged. <laughs> this is this is the first new feature on this show. show. Yeah. So Matt and I, In Matt 150 and I, episodes. So this is this is like the first time that Matt and I played Tekken. <laughs> but uh, so I'll tell you what mine is, and that is Brussels sprouts. Ooh, sure. That Everywhere a- I go, because it's such a common one now. Everywhere I go, that's what I have to do. And is it specifically the fried uh, Brussels sprouts with balsamic vinegar? Um, it I I just go with wh- however they prepare mm. it. Um, some use balsamic, some don't. Um, I think that the two best ones that I've had, and I've had them at a lot of different places. Um, one would be um, Ohm Cafe in oh, Ferndale, yeah. and the other would be uh, Social Kitchen in Birmingham. Okay. Ohm Every, Cafe is the... Are they vegan? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I wasn't expecting much, but I had it. I, I went there with a friend of mine, and we both really like Brussels sprouts, and every time we go out to eat, we'll get that somewhere, you know? So, we, like, Grey Ghost, we had it, and um, we went there and got it, and we were both... Like, it came out, and it, you know... it. Typically, when we see it like broiled and stuff, there's a lot more um, like blackened leaves and stuff. And so we were a little, little apprehensive about it. And we ate it. And we were like, oh, my God, I want to get another. <laughs> like, that was so good. Oh, I love when an appetizer makes you want to double down on the app. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and the uh, the one at Social Kitchen is, I think, probably my favorite. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. I Every time I go, I get it. It's just a given that that's what I'm going to get. All right. I've never been there. Um, I, I like it. Do you have a go-to, Chris? Uh, I mean, you can never go wrong with a meat and cheese plate. I love a good charcuterie plate. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I mean, that is, to me, also a legitimate entree. Uh, I I would love 
if I get because they give you toast points usually, mm. and that's that's a difficult. But if they give me like a loaf of bread with it, like a French bread, yeah, I'm like, oh, why don't you just give me another one of these? Don't give me more bread, and then I'll just make tiny sandwiches. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like whatever. I, I my grandmother was German, and so like every Sunday after church when we would come over to her house, it was like. Here we go. It's lunch meat buffet yeah, it's and cold cheese. cuts, a it's bunch all, of cheese, you pickles got it. and olives. Yeah. Oh yeah. Always something pickled. Mm, yep. Yeah. German breakfast is the best. Did you, have you been to Germany? Yeah, I lived in Germany. That's I knew it. Yeah. How long did you live there? Uh, I lived there twice. Once for like two months uh, at a language institute, and then the next summer I was a an intern, so I was there for like the whole summer. Oh wow. Yeah. Where uh, where about? Uh, both times there's southern Germany. Uh, when I was an intern, it was in Munich, and then the other time it was in this little city called Schwäbisch Hall. Uh, and yeah, it was. It's just like so darling. Like the city while I was there celebrated its like 800th birthday. <laughs> and I was like, oh cool. We don't have anything like that. <laughs> well, if we would have, we destroyed it already. Oh, <laughs> true. Yes, we as white conquistadors yeah. don't have it. <laughs> Sorry, the <laughs> now it's like, like a card game. It feels like. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I'll just pick up the pot now because I got the correct right. bang in there. You've got the lead. I swear I'm going to get a bang in here at some point. <laughs> I can't wait for your bang. <laughs> so, yeah, so Germans have a lot of sausage. So, I will tell you the truth. I've never been to Germany, it is where I want to go in Europe. I don't necessarily care about France. Mm. I will still go. I mean, I would not turn down anything, but like I've always wanted to go to Bavaria. Yeah. Yep, uh, my, that's my exactly sister where it was. My sister just got back from Bavaria. How'd she yeah. like she, it? She um she and her friend went um to a couple different places. Uh they they went through Germany and, and uh ended up in Slovakia or Slovenia. Shit. Slovenia, I think. Um, they, they liked Germany more, <laughs> mm. but, um, they had a, a really good time. My sister's been to Germany like five or six times. <laughs> um, but they, they really liked it. And yeah, it's so easy to travel. Uh, you will and always everybody, find some of the Everybody speaks English. speaks English. Yeah. Yep. And they usually speak English about as well as we're speaking it now. Yeah. Where like she went, she and her friend, uh, who speaks absolutely no German, uh, they went to a bar and um, her friend tried to get like a, a Red Bull and vodka or something. And they just go, no, no, <laughs> we're not. We're not making that for you. <laughs> we can't be party to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll make you anything else. But no, <laughs> look, I will sell you a Red Bull. I will sell you a cup of vodka. <laughs> what you do with it. It's up to you. <laughs> Just not in my eyesight. <laughs> you go to the bathroom, I don't care. But I'm not watching this. <laughs> you do it in the bathroom like people do cocaine. <laughs> I was going to go with banged. <laughs> but then, but then no, you started talking, and I was banged. like, wait, wait, I want to see where he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got banged on that one. <laughs> I really thought the sausage line was going to set up a bang. But then, I, but then I we just talked waiting, about sausage. <laughs> I was waiting to see where you were going. See, that's the thing. I 
not an improviser. I wait way too long for something mm. to come up. So no, we're just greedy pigs. We <laughs> yeah. just jump on anything. Oh, I gotta get my laughs. Oh. <laughs> Daddy gets sad when the laugh juice is there. Oh no, it's laughed in twenty seconds. Everyone hates me now. Bang. <laughs> 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 oh, oh! You just said probably the most truth that has ever been uttered. Yeah, I on stage hate when I realize like I'm just listening for laughs. Yeah, I think that's honestly like one of the big thing where I stopped doing the showdown is because and for people that don't know, so in Ferndale, Michigan, there's a theater, Go Comedy Improv Theater. It's a wonderful theater. They do a show every Friday and Saturday night called the All-Star Showdown. It is very similar to Whose Line Is It Anyway? Mm-hmm. And but in a more game show, even more of a game show than uh what they do with Whose Line. Yeah. But it, you know, everybody they actually play for people and there's prizes that are actually given out. There you go. Um so the games that are just like whose line you would be I would be playing them and then instead of playing the game I was playing this other game like where's the line that I can say to get the laugh because yeah. ah daddy needs his candy <laughs> ah, daddy needs a laugh candy yeah well it's like in poker where like instead of playing the cards you're playing the person and yeah then it's like you're not doing what you want to do you're just trying to see how you can pull the strings on the audience to get them to give you what you want and, and like you're not even enjoying it necessarily, but you can you you want that reaction, and that's what matters. And it felt very out of body at the end, mm. and I didn't like that. I didn't feel like I was quote unquote in the moment. Yeah, you know, because that's a big thing is that it <coughs> should just be I'm listening and reacting and getting new things out of that. But uh, sometimes you go back to the old <laughs> tricks and just be like, if I say finger bang here, this is going to I get, know it's going to work. I know it's going to work. And then one night it doesn't. You're like, why? Was there a church <laughs> audience there that should have landed? Did I put more emphasis on finger or more emphasis on banged? Because bang! <laughs> no, I said it. You can't no. take it away from me. <laughs> oh, I want it all, though. Shoot the juice in my face. Uh, bang! Uh, uh, how long has it been since you've done a showdown? Whoa! Uh, three years? Right. Three years, I want to say, at least. Because I stopped... So when Matt's car, when a car went through Matt's garage. Mm. Which that was my favorite run of episodes on Matters. Oh, you liked that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that was like, that was three years ago, right? It was a long time ago. So I was doing the um, variety show. Oh, yeah. And it was like I was scheduled to play the showdown after doing the variety show. And I was like, No. No. And I was in Detroit that night. Yeah, that you were weren't you at Bloomer's show? I was Bloomer and I did a show at um the the theater that was above so the town pumps here. It just closed down, but they're just reopening it. The one at Checker Bar? Not at Checker Bar. Uh it's right by it's right by Hockey Town. Oh. Uh, Bucharest used to be in there. Yeah. I know the space you're talking about, but I yeah. can't remember. Park Bar. Park Bar. Yes. Park Bar had a had a, a, a small theater above it. And I went and did that show. And I was hosting. And I was like, I think I'm done. Hmm. I think I'm done. 
and then I maybe did one or two more, and that was that was it. Yeah, because it was it was absolutely like, and I've said this a couple hundred times, but it, it always bears repeat, repeating when it's like, oh, why am I doing this? Then stop. Yeah. Then <clears throat> because the audience pays to see a show, not see somebody go through a midlife crisis. <laughs> About their stupid make em ups. Like, oh, why am I <laughs> zip zap zap? <laughs> you just start playing zip zap zap in a scene. <laughs> I just need to get back to my roots. <laughs> I need to remember why I'm doing this. <laughs> zip! <laughs> uh, you should come back and do a Pandemonia because there's a new short form show. I've heard that that is super fun. It is. It's very loose. Uh, for whatever reason, like sometimes showdown audiences like feel entitled to be involved and like they'll be like rowdier. I've never seen a bad pandemonia audience. They're always just like quiet and fun. Like not quiet as in like they're just sitting there. I've never had a anyone heckle at a pandemonia show. It's the weirdest thing because it's the same audience. It's the same time, the same day, but the audiences are better behaved. Hmm. Uh, and not like that's a huge problem, but it's just weird that it's always that way with that show. It's probably because there's like 20 people on the cast. Yeah, they know we could take them. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> they're like, well, oh, it's like the Wu-Tang Clan in here. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. Uh, <laughs> so yours is the meat and cheese tray. That's yes. your That's your go-to. Yeah. I like that. I mean, because there's never, even if there's like a cheese where I'm like, this is a little too much for me. There's still going to be two other cheeses and three other meats that I like. So Matt doesn't have cheese anymore, correct? I can't have cheese. Mm. Definitely can't have meat. When you Oh, so this is a really bad choice for you. <laughs> you would be like, go ahead, fellas, for yourself. Yeah, I'll just I'll just eat all of the Brussels sprouts myself. Yeah. You'll have the spiced nuts that are on the side of the charcuterie plate. Oh, the, the spiced nuts are legit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to Green Space or not no. uh, in Ferndale, but they actually have a cheese tray. Um, but it's like cashew milk and almond milk cheese and stuff. All right. yeah, I would try actually, that. They're actually pretty good. They're they're not bad. You've you've shared some cashew milk cheese with me, correct? Yeah. Uh, no, I think that what I've shared with you is uh, the stuff that I put on the pizza. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. That. Um, that is like uh, field roast makes cheese, right? And it's a uh, it's coconut milk and it is chow, which is like a Vietnamese type of tofu, hmm. and it's mixed and it, like they they do a particular thing and they actually have like cheese makers make it, mm-hmm. um, but it's you know like it it melts I think pretty well, um, I I like it. I mean it's not cheese and i'm not under any illusions but it is a much better substitute than the um the stuff that has come before it where it just turns <laughs> well, it into a soupy like wax mess. Yeah, yeah 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 like that that stuff i think tastes it melts pretty, yeah it, well and it tastes pretty decent hmm. i mean you know you don't get like sharp cheddar and stuff but right you take what you can get <laughs> uh yeah, let me just make sure everything's okay upstairs. Okay. I'll be right back. I think I know what's happening, but we're trying to get her to sleep on her own. Uh, oh, so yeah. you're sleep training? Trying. This is like a first night. But oh, yeah. I don't think be, it's going to last gonna very long. <laughs> it's going to be rough. Uh, if, if she's starting at Mach, Mach 10, which is what I'm hearing. So let me be right back. 
Uh, I don't. Uh, we were talking about meats and cheese and Matt. Oh, I know what I was going to ask because you were talking about other other types of cheese that aren't milk based. Have you yes. had the Impossible Burger? Yeah, I have. What do you think of it? I like the Beyond Burger better. I guess I don't know what that one is. Uh, so they're both burgers that are meant to trick meat eaters. Um, Matt has seen the Beyond before. Yes. Um, it comes in a patty that looks like a ground beef patty. Like it comes pink like that? It's pink. All right. Um, you throw it on the grill and it browns, um, depending on how it's cooked. Sometimes it's a little pink in the middle still. Right. The the pink it just comes from beet juice, but I prefer that to the impossible. The impossible is good. Um they both have a flavor that is close enough to yeah. meat, I think, where a lot of people are like, eh, it'll do. Um I I like the taste, but if I had to pick a burger that I liked the most, it would be the field roast burger because it's like, no, I'm not going to try to be a burger. I'm going to be burger shaped and you can eat me in a hamburger bun, but I'm going to be my own thing. You guys try to fool meat eaters. I'm going to be like, do, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. You guys have fun. And it just, it really tastes good. And it doesn't try to be something it's not. Yeah, like, are, the, am, are you a big hamburger guy? Do you like hamburgers? I just pictured like big hamburger guy, like Mayor McCheese. <laughs> are you? Are you Bob's okay, big boy? Yes, my dad is Mayor McCheese. <laughs> I'm not my dad. Okay, I'm my own person. Uh, Nothing can stop the grimace. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been Constable Max saying that, right? <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I would consider myself a big burger guy. I enjoy... I have talked about burgers twice on this podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. When I brought up the mozzarella stick one. Uh, I enjoy a burger periodically. Uh, Like, Emery has $5 Burger Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess... I don't Uh, think... You know, actually, I think... uh, Do they have the Impossible or the Beyond? They... I think they have the Impossible. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh... So well, I'm not gonna lie, it's it's a nice five dollar dinner. So I guess I, maybe I do eat a. I think I might be a big burger guy. <laughs> <laughs> bang bang. bang. God damn it. <laughs> it's. I can go years without having a burger. Is that your definition really? of big burger guy? No 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 no. no. <laughs> big burger time. Um, big fan of that video game. <laughs> <laughs> I just like walking over lettuce until it falls. I always, it. I always liked the egg slice. Yeah, just <laughs> the like, bacon. What's, just what's that egg slice doing there? I love that your weapon in Burger Time is pepper. Like that is, <laughs> like you sprinkle it and they just kind of dance. It's really, <laughs> really so a that joy. is an interesting weapon. But I, w- I w- years is probably an overstatement. I can go months without having a burger, hmm. and then all of a sudden I'll be like. I want a burger. And then I'll have like a week where I have burgers three or four times. <laughs> and then I don't want a burger again. Yeah. Like the so, shelf life of a burger for me is like, it's real peaks and valleys. Yeah. Well, it's but, like when your parents catch you smoking cigarettes. So they make, they you, make smoke you smoke the a entire pack. pack. 
and you just get all of your burger. Well, I, I honestly thought you were going to pull a burger out of the bag you just reached into. <laughs> and now I'm going to learn my lesson. <laughs> so uh, you you feel this way about burgers, but how about fillets of fish? <laughs> Dang. You got, you got me. I did. I love the fillet of fish. Okay. Okay. How much? How often? How often and how many? When this was, geez, maybe a year ago or so? It was a year so, ago, yeah. Matt, I, I think you were talking about how you had reached a point with your weight where you were like, I'm not happy with how things are going. Right. And we were like, why? And you go, because like in the past two weeks, I've had like 15 flares. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than two a day. <laughs> <laughs> I told you the president is my hero. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, Ugh. and Catherine called him McFishes, which I loved. Um, <laughs> I am not at that level anymore. I, I, I haven't had a fillet of fish in a long time, but that sandwich is a sandwich that can get its goddamn hooks in me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's a fried fish patty with mayonnaise and. What else? What else? Yeah. What else do you really need? That string lettuce. No one wants that. Get that garbage off of there. That's newspaper as far as I'm concerned. And that bun for the fillet of fish is perfect. Is it different? It's. It feels different. It's like a spongy bun. Bang. Bang. Hey. (laughs) Bang. (laughs) Jizz. But uh, I was uh, one of my coworkers asked me if I'd go down to the uh, the food court yep. with her today. So I walked down there, and she was ordering her stuff. So I walked around. I didn't know that they actually had a fish place. Yes. And so I walked over there, and I was like, "Should I take a picture and send this to Matt?" <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, "I already know it. <laughs> I don't need a tilapia fillet." Yeah, as a kid, I remember asking my parents what kind of fish a filet fish was because I thought it was telling you the fish it was made of, <laughs> which, like, which no. was filet-o. Yeah, I was like, what kind of fish is that? Filet-o fish. And they're like, no, no, you little idiot. That's, That's not anything. <laughs> you little idiot. <laughs> and they dotted me on the head <laughs> and patted me on the bottom and sent me on my way. They spun the little propeller on my cap <laughs> and said, get out of here. And I flew away. <laughs> uh, no, but my favorite thing... And I guess I, now that I'm thinking of it, I can't remember the last time it existed, the um, McRib sandwich. Mm-hmm. How yep. long has it been since that was around? That comes back every once in a while. Yeah. And then they make a huge deal about it. Oh, yeah. And then pe- people will be like, oh, the McRib. That's me. And then they'll That's have an impression one. of me. They'll again. have one and they'll be like, oh, God, the McRib. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, it's shaped like it has bones, but it doesn't have bones, bones. in it. <laughs> Why is it shaped like that? <laughs> and but it has the texture of mush. Yeah, like it has a real like you can taste the cartilage that right. went into it. Right, like that's what's in the bone paths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not. I like grilled food. I don't like barbecue. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. Well, yeah. most barbecue isn't real barbecue. Like, real barbecue is smoked meat, whereas we just think, like, oh, if it has barbecue sauce on it, then it's barbecue. Right. Which is not even close. Yeah. I am 
mildly allergic to smoke. Oh. So if I have a smoked meat that was smoked with the wrong kind of wood, I can get a real upset tummers <laughs> bang. Uh, <laughs> Every phrase in that sentence was bang. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> What's wrong? You got an upset tummers. <laughs> um does your pussy hurt? <laughs> it does burn. <laughs> or does it or does your meat fall off the bone? <laughs> Smoked in. <laughs> Smoked in wood uh, or bourbon cast. <laughs> I I love food, but sometimes I just feel like some things go too far. <laughs> A little, yeah. The did hubris they, they of actually, McDonald's. Did, the, have they actually started smoking stuff with like bourbon cask wood? I'm sure somebody has. I mean, honestly, to me, that kind of sounds good. Yeah, but I would taking bourbon bourbon staves and, and just. Uh, I just I would imagine that someone would be like, "No, I will buy that from you. Don't don't burn that." <laughs> French oak. I um um. I have to be careful with bar with like real barbecue. Yeah, but um. I haven't had much recently. I'm actually going to Tennessee Ooh. in a, in a little bit and for work or vacation for um, for Roach Coach. Roach Coach. Oh, we're nice. going down for the Rock and Pod Expo too, um, which I'm actually like legitimately excited about, um, mainly because it's an opportunity just to see other podcasters mm-hmm. um, that do metal podcasts. But uh, my understanding. Wait, do metal podcasts specifically? Right, like they do podcasts about other metal besides new metal. How many are there? <laughs> There's, you'd be shocked. I if you say more than two, I'm going to be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's twenties of them. All right, there's tons. There's I mean, scores of them. There are scores of them. It, it, it is funny because like there is now over like two hundred thousand podcasts. Oh, okay. So there's a it's something ridiculous like that. I don't think I'm overstating it. I'm actually in a couple of weeks going to probably like the week, two weeks after this episode's released, I'll be going to Philadelphia for the podcast movement conference. So I'm going to meet a whole bunch of uh, podcasters across the country cool. and network and glad hand and tell them like, oh, you should be on matters. <laughs> Wait, can I go back one second to bang glad hand? Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. And? Bang. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Do you define glad handing as just like Oh, it's where I stick hand? it into my man pussy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that checks out then. Glad yeah, yeah, I just yeah, want to oh. give you a glad hand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you make your hands glad. <laughs> Yeah, weirdo. You have to go to a conference to do that? (laughs) It's the only place it's legal. (laughs) Bang. Uh, (laughs) I have a restraining order in this state. I have to go to Pennsylvania. Oh, anything flies in Pennsylvania. That's correct. Anything flies in Pennsylvania. (laughs) The Philadelphia Flyers. Um, Yeah. Didn't think I knew anything about sports, did you? No, I really didn't. <laughs> because I can see, I, I can find a kindred spirit that knows nothing. <laughs> we're not, you're, you're, we're very simpatico. I know the name. I, like, I think it's the Philadelphia 76ers. Is that the baseball team? Basketball, basketball team? Basketball team. No. 
we need a sports person here to make fun of us for this. Otherwise, this is going to be sad, not funny. <laughs> Get your sports right. Bang! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Um, we did invite you on the show, so I'd be remiss if we didn't ask you if there mm. was something that mattered to you. Oh, I was thinking about this before. Uh, and, like, the... I have a bunch of very specific hobbies. I think I would throw that out there. Like I hand bind books. So we had Jess Loria on the oh, show. Yep. And um, now Jess K. And she said that you bound her presidential fanfic. Yes. She wrote 400 pages of that. So yeah, wow. it was, it was, it was huge. It was like a two inch thick book. Uh, so yeah, so that was a secret Santa present that I went through and got all of the blog posts, edited it into a manuscript, printed out the manuscript. And then from there, you take the individual uh, pages, you sew them together, and then you uh, make a cover, and then you pretty much just glue the whole thing together. Uh, so yeah, it's the whole step from taking literally uh, just paper. To now, what kind of book. paper do you use? Because I can't imagine you were like, and it'll be printer paper. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I like that you gave me a laugh that was like, you rube. <laughs> you fool. You, you dumb idiot. I can't <laughs> believe you said that. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be like us talking about sports ball. That's right. the laugh of an athlete. Uh, <laughs> oh, the laugh of the athlete. The worst laugh to be on the receiving end yeah. of. They're so proud and smug. And fit and trim. Uh, no, there is... Literally, if you go to my house, I probably have like dozens of different types of paper. Uh, yeah, you. It's it would be a... a I don't know. I, I don't want to talk about specific types of paper because I don't think anyone would be interested. Well, okay. But yeah, you said she used like a thicker, nicer type of paper. Right. So the weight of it yeah. is not like a flimsy piece of printer paper. Right. So yeah, paper, you would normally, you measure it in different ways. It would be a text weight paper, probably like 70, 80 pounds. Printer mm. paper is probably more like 30 or 40. But also the manufacturing process is different. I think, I think printer paper is 20, isn't it? It could be. That would make sense. Because uh, the um, the paper that I used to have to use um, when I was in art school was like a really heavy paper. Yeah. So like you'd pick it up and you could like like wiggle it's it. Not yeah. quite it's not quite cardboard, like corrugated <laughs> metal almost that it has yeah. that like wah yeah. wah 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 wah. Yeah, because you, uh, you know when you, especially when you're doing printmaking, yeah, you need like a really heavy paper. Um, so you could like hold if you were doing um. Like, uh, God, what is it? When you're doing plates, um, and you could like wiggle the plate, and you know it's a it's a piece of sheet metal, so it'll do the wah wah wah. Yeah. And you could take your you know your printmaking paper, and you could do basically the same thing with it. Um, just you had to worry about the, shaking it too hard and bending the paper, and then it's like, well, I can't yeah. use this now. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna cheat this like sheet metal, but it is not. It is still paper. Yeah. <laughs> so when you have when you have this, are you? I'm literally asking, like, <laughs> do you run it through, like, an inkjet? Like, what, are, <laughs> what is the printing process? I, like, I literally don't know how a book is made. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a million different ways to do it. So for that one specifically, 
uh, it was just through a laser printer. Like I took nice paper to work and then printed it out there because uh, I actually don't have a nice printer. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, like you could literally letter press the whole thing. Like literally, like when you pictured like just like a big tray of a bunch of like individual letters, mm-hmm. like when like movable type. Yeah, movable type, but like Gutenberg, like that technology is still used. So people will letter press entire books, but that's like like fine art stuff like because it would take years probably to print a full length book hand typing everything like that yeah no that that's insane most of the books i would do are just blank they're notebooks or cookbooks or something like that and they're just meant to be filled in but yeah editing the manuscript is uh very nice editing is like weirdly enjoyable because you're just taking something someone else has done and like moving things around. So like you get all of the credit, even though someone else wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) Like you did all the work, but now I get to make the thing. And how she said she loved it. She said that it was pretty awesome. That's good. She, um, so did you put anything special on the cover or was it just a regular cover? No. So this one, Usually hand-bound books uh, use uh, decorative paper on the covers. Uh, So it doesn't say anything on the cover or on the spine. If you just looked at it, you would have no idea what's inside it. You wouldn't know that it's 400 pages of presidential pornography. (laughs) Uh, But, like, I kind of wish that it did say something. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, I look at, you know, we have notebooks on the table here, and they kind of have that hardcover thing. You're saying it doesn't have that. No. Yeah, like this notebook here. Yeah, like this was printed on it. Uh, there are different ways you can put uh, some sort of title on it, uh, but those usually require equipment that I don't have. Mm, okay. uh, so yeah, that's not something I do. Like, all, So I usually use marbled paper, which is a specific decorative paper, which also I just started marbling my own paper. So, What is marbled paper? Uh, do you have a box of tissues around here anywhere? Uh, somewhere, yes. So, like, if you picture just, like, a standard box of Kleenex and there's that, like, wavy pattern on it, mm-hmm. that's, it's designed to look like it's marbled paper. So, what you do is you have a medium uh, that's essentially, like, thickened water, and then you put paint on it, and then you can alter the design of it. So, essentially, you've painted the top of that water, then you put paper down on top of it and pull it up, and you have a pattern on it. So, yeah, you can make really interesting patterns, uh, and it looks like the idea of drawing something that intricate by hand seems very impressive, but then when you see the process of making it, it's like three movements of the water. It makes it a lot. Everyone just Google marbled paper, because it will make more sense than my description just now. <laughs> what, uh, what other hobby do you have that you're like, whoa, this is, not uh, everybody has this one. Or I started doing pottery about a year ago. Really? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Between pottery and yoga, like, I'm a divorcee. Like, <laughs> that is what I'm doing with my life right oh now. Oh, my God. That's why you brought in all of this Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want an ice cube in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, pottery is super fun. Uh, but also in, like... I don't know, like fun's not the right word. Like even satisfying isn't the right word. It's, I don't know. So you went to art school? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I you, did pottery. Okay. Uh, how how would you describe it? Because it's like this weirdly mindful thing. It 
it's really cool to take a block of clay and turn it into a cup or a bowl or a whatever just with centrifugal force. Yeah. Like, no, it's just, it, like, through, like, intention and physics that you yeah. make something. And and just getting so good that you you know, okay, I need to put, a, like, a couple ounces more pressure in the right thumb versus the left thumb to even it out. And then, like, the, the fact that you can do something over and over and over and make it almost identical every time. It's it's really cool. Yeah. And I mean, you know, knowing that people did this a really long time ago and that the art and the legacy of the art itself. Yeah. And and to just to imagine what they would have been able to have done with the stuff that we have now like with the automatic wheels and shit mm-hmm. with like pedals that that have been bananas. Yeah, like the fact that it like yeah, it is essentially the same concept. Like we don't have to literally like pedal to get the wheel going. Yeah, it's it's just like the little, you know, the little gas pedal that you yeah. Yeah. up and down. No, it's neat. Especially some of that like never uses their hands for anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, did you did you learn like how long did it take you to realize how dry your hands were going to get after working <laughs> with clay? Uh, I started in the winter, so pretty much immediately. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus. That'll happen. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, because, like, clay, uh, like, one of the things that's interesting about pottery to me is, like, as you're working it, you have these internal meters of how wet the clay is, how tall things are, how fast things are going, like, if things are drying out, if you're going too fast, if you've made things too thin. Like, it's all these, like, little measurements that your body is taking that like all have to be in the right range at the right time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like moisture is such a big thing. So like it's just eating the moisture out of your hands. Like that clay just wants your moisture. Yeah. And like when you when you get the especially when it dries, you have all these super fine particles on your skin. Well, those super fine particles absorb moisture. Just like when you're sanding drywall. Oh yeah. And you get all of that um plaster on your hands, it dries it out like that same concept um but the the particles for clay are so fine that it really just what you know i have dry skin to begin with but (laughs) when i was uh in those classes like my hands looked like a marilyn manson album cover (laughs) like they were terrible and so you would just have to constantly like apply moisturizer and abl like always be lotioning <laughs> bang <laughs> that's what i do to my wang you know what i mean you just moisturize it right you don't do anything else to it i gotta get ready for glad handy <laughs> do you have a third one uh see improv is usually my interesting thing but i feel like in this setting like it isn't boring <laughs> on <laughs> Uh, well, I will thing. ask you the question that like every everybody should be asked. Why'd you start mm. any of these things? No, why'd you start improv? Oh, uh, it was to make friends. Was it really? Yeah. Uh, which is really counterintuitive because I remember on my first day of class, Tim K was actually my teacher. Um, and uh, in like the first day of class, like, hey, everyone, what's your name? What do you do? What? Why are you here? Uh 
for I literally signed up to class to make friends because a lot of my friends had like finished grad school and they left and like I just didn't have a social group anymore. Uh, so going in with the intention of making friends, when asked why I was there, I said, I'm usually the funniest person in the room and I want to see how far that goes. <laughs> <laughs> so just right off the bat, I was like, hey, assholes, I want to see if I'm funnier than you. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> but also please spend time with me. <laughs> so you banged them. I banged all of them as a group. <laughs> I looked them each in the eye <laughs> and said, I'm better than you are. I mean, I'm not one to brag, but uh, <laughs> when I talk, people usually laugh. <laughs> I don't want to see how that can treat me in a professional sense. Yeah. Which I'm very glad to say, I'm very rarely the funniest person in a room anymore, which is the right place to be. If you are the funniest person in the room, be in another room. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's, rough coming from a place where you are one of the funniest people in the room to just being humbled yeah that i mean that's that's like all right well keep working on your craft maddie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like even just watching people that like i respect like have a conversation like i'll just like overhear them i was like oh that's funnier than things that I write. Oh, <laughs> I'm not good at all. <laughs> and then I do short form and get laughs and I feel better. So oh, that, I need that juice. <laughs> Give me that juice. It is interesting that there is that, I don't know, it's like that desire to, you, you just kind of like with the podcast here, it's like we're making each other laugh and we're having a good time. But if someone were to have walked in to this podcast and sat down and grabbed a mic like I can and they were an improviser or a comic or somebody who wants to be funny mm. like I can I can feel it in them because it's in me that's just like where's my in yeah. where is that where's the line for me to and it's a hard thing to explain like you know even though we've been doing bits the whole show so far you know obviously starting with Starting with a bang. Yeah. Um, but like when you see like other people do it in the theater where it's just like, oh, you're trying too hard. Yep. You're trying too hard to make that bit happen. And knowing that I can be a try hard real bad, like I, I can put on try hard pants. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is another glad hard. Are these phrases I should know? <laughs> I'm a hundred years old. <laughs> I know, know if you knew this, but when I was a teenager, it was the twenties. <laughs> now put on your dancing <laughs> pants and let's get going. You know, that old thing that nobody ever said. This explains all the Revolutionary War photos that I thought was your grandfather, but it's just you. <laughs> just bald bearded me. <laughs> By the way, how'd they have Revolutionary War photos? <laughs> I snuck my camera back. I went to 1865, talked to Matthew Brady, got that back in the time machine. So you had a plan. It makes sense. I always, I always have a plan. <laughs> All right. Let's be back with more matters after this.
back to matters. Uh, we've reached the part of the show where we talk about what we are into this week. Uh, but before we get to that, we were just talking, just having a little fireside chat here. <laughs> talking about the facts of life. Talking about the facts of life. Uh, and I had mentioned that recently someone said to me that a lot of 80s sitcoms are very slow. Very slow to watch. And I haven't watched one in a while. And I watch a lot of 80s sitcoms on MeTV. Um, so, like, uh, this will come as no surprise to you because I've talked about it many times. I watched a lot of Mr. Belvedere in the past <laughs> year and then a lot of Head of the Class. Um, yeah, there there aren't many competing storylines. It's You got your one, your one main thing, right? Yeah. So when did... What's the first show that I, you can think of that had, like... In ABC's storyline. Friends was probably the first sitcom that I would have watched a lot of. And that definitely would have had an ABC story. Because you just would have done like a grab bag of, let's put two friends here, two friends here, two friends here. The Simpsons is probably one because they yeah. they weren't held down by the convention of a lot of though I, I I don't think that all 80s shows did then i don't think that all episodes of some shows were like that because i'm i'm thinking just off the top of my head of an episode of uh oh god what was the show with kirk cameron growing pains. growing pains where there was the like this one episode where maggie goes back to work ben confronts a bully and mike i don't know does something stupid well he looks at a banana and goes there you are yeah. There you are. <laughs> Is this a classic trope of that show? <laughs> no. Uh, well, uh, Kirk Cameron later on went to to be like intelligent design. Yeah. Bananas. This is the classic. A banana fits the hand perfectly. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. God didn't do that. And it's like, no, we banana. did that. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was all. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I think it's just so common. Like, every show does it every show now. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And the 80s were usually willing to just follow one plot line. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Uh, just the pacing's different. That's, mm-hmm. that's all. If you go back to, like, Leave it to Beaver, like, that show has, like, four characters. Like, there's the family. That's four. And then, I guess, a friend or a teacher. Like, you don't have enough characters for multiple storylines. Larry Mondello and then... Eddie, Lumpy. Eddie Haskell, Eddie Haskell, Lumpy, yeah, and then just, Bang. <laughs> yeah, I mean there weren't many characters. They would just have like this week. There's a guest star where the doctor comes over because Beav was playing sick. Mm, I bet he learned a lesson in that episode. He did because the doctor was like, "I'm gonna give you a shot," and he was like, "No." <laughs> I watched I watched an episode of Leave It to Beaver recently, guys. <laughs> My, this is truth. Uh, there's one episode of Leave It to Beaver that surpasses all of them in my mind. I know exactly which one you're the talking about. The episode where they learn how to dance. <laughs> and they go to the dance. And uh, it's... Uh, is it Larry Mandela? Larry Mandela and Beaver are standing there. And, of course, they look like idiots in like, their little pantsuits. And um, Beaver goes, I wish I were dead. And then (laughs) 
Larry, no, the, the and then Larry don't. goes, "I wish she, she were, were dead." dead. <laughs> and that's uh, that's the best line that's ever been uttered. <laughs> I'll leave it to Beaver. Wow, I am amazed that that show made that joke. I can't believe that made the cut. Wow. I oh mean, that's no! A joke sorry, would... it was kids saying it. It was kids saying it, and, and of course, it's about uh, taking women down a peg. So, oh, patriarchy, yeah. <laughs> patriarchy. Join the chant, idiots! Oh, Patri- sorry, oh, patriarchy. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about what we're into this week. Uh, this could be anything from pop culture to just a simple good old glasses, summertime lemonade. Um, Whatever you are enjoying at this moment, oh, I consume almost no popular culture, which is fine. It can it can be something simple. Uh, I uh, keep a bird feeder. Okay, tell me more. <laughs> so every morning, I fill the bird feeder and then throw an extra scoop, uh, like directly in front of the window, and then my cats and I watch. The birds come to the bird feeder. So once again, I am a 50-year-old divorcee. If that wasn't clear <laughs> from you before. just mainlined. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I read a lot of Nicholas Sparks. I do consume popular culture. So uh, No, like, I'm not going to lie. There, like, earlier, like, maybe a month ago, a new type of bird I'd never seen before showed up. So I pulled out my uh, bird, bird guide. Bird book. Yeah. yeah, it was a uh, white-crested sparrow. Is a different type of sparrow than what was normal. And it was, uh, I mean, I put it on Instagram. I was pretty excited about it. <laughs> it was a big day. It was, it was a big day. I told a lot of people about it. I decided it should be recorded and broadcast on a you podcast. Were like, you were like, I'm having a big year. I'm having <laughs> my big, big year right, right now. I've seen seven types of birds now. I'm close to double digits. So, Yeah. Manny, what do you got this year? Uh, <laughs> this this year? year? Oh, God, this year. Give me a second. Well, uh, we are halfway done now. Oh, Jesus, you're right. Um, I am, I think, halfway done with the second season of Glee. Or not Glee, Glow. Oh, shit. Uh, How is it? Okay. Love it so far. Hmm. Uh, the, the episode that I watched last night was great. Um. I really liked the first season. Yeah. Then you're gonna like you're gonna like the second season. Uh and I finished uh Luke Cage season two. Liked it liked it a lot better than the first season. All right. Um I liked the villain they picked and it felt like it felt like there were actually conclusions um instead of them just biding time. I mean, some of it did feel like it was like, all right, we've got 13 episodes, we got to fill some space. <laughs> but uh I, I I liked this season a lot more than I liked the uh the previous season. Uh but I I'm really into Glow at the moment. Uh just such a such a great show. Um, Does it pick up because uh, the first season was them getting the show off the ground. Is this season the show continuing, or is it other stuff? Uh, well, that was getting the pilot off the ground. Oh, that's right. This is them trying to do the first season. Okay, okay. And oh, I gotta watch this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. It's pretty much typecasting for Mark Marin, but he's so good he's in it. Yeah, just oh man, there's a few things he does where you're just like, uh... <laughs> Oh, Stop that, that, it. The, but he redeems himself in a few parts 
where you can tolerate the awfulness because he he just does that like awful mean like i you know what i'm talking about yeah he he can be so cold and mean mm-hmm. yeah and i, I mean, mean he's an archetype at this point yeah you know ruth definitely brings some of it on herself but yeah it's I won't spoil anything, but once you get to the episode, I think you'll know what I'm talking about of where he's redeemable. It's it's great. It's a great episode. I'll, I am going to watch it. I just don't know when. Yeah. Yeah. I had to stop watching uh, Handmaid's Tale because it it was getting too close to reality yeah, for me. And I was like, all right, I need to I need to I need to just. I need to step back and I need to watch something light. And that's when I went to Luke Cage. And then after Luke Cage, because it's got kind of a dark ending, I was like, all right, let's go to something lighter. And then like within the first five minutes of the first episode of Glow for the season, I was like, yep, yep, yep. This, this is, is what, what I want. I this is what I want. Um, awesome. Awesome. I um, Every year it happens. American Ninja Warrior restole mm. my heart. <laughs> I I love this show. Every time I watch it, I'm like, these guys are doing it. <laughs> it's such a good show. My wrists break <laughs> at the thought of these things that you're doing. Um, my temples throb. My my uh, glutes just tighten. Uh, thinking uh, about yeah, that show is perfect for watching it casually or getting super into it and like knowing the players right. Uh, it, any level of it's engagement an all is good. play. Yeah, it always works because it's so simple. It's just like, what are they doing? Why are they doing that? Oh, oh my god! Oh, oh, we did it! This one went one <laughs> step further, so I like him now. Right. <laughs> oh, Captain NBC, big fan. Oh, <laughs> the big dog ninja. Oh, shame he went out so early this year. Uh, I had a friend go on that show. Really? Oh, no yeah. Uh, and by friend, I mean we went to the same high school. Uh, oh. <laughs> if we saw each other at like a Kroger, I think we would recognize each other. Um, he did not complete the first round, unfortunately. But mm. uh, no. It's tough. These obstacles are Insane. no joke. Yeah. I do wish there was one that like everyone could go try. <laughs> just that was kind of like, wipe out. Yeah, Wipeout yeah. was the one where it's just like, eh, whatever shape you're in, come on, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Tubby, let's get, a, let's get you dunked. Oh man, I I can remember going uh, to Ann Arbor one time with Gaye, and we went to a friend of hers apartment, and you know everybody was drinking and, and doing whatever, and someone put on Takashi's Castle. Oh, and I. <laughs> Almost died. I was laughing so hard. Like, everybody was laughing. But there's just something about seeing those people face plant (laughs) over and over and over. And so, like, they had a marathon that particular day. And, like, you know when you laugh so hard that, like, the back of your head hurts? It The back of my head was screaming. (laughs) Where, like, I had to get up and walk away for a little while. 
but then I was too afraid to not watch. So I just had to like get away from everybody. So it was like far enough away where it was like, I can't see their expression when they hit their face against that fake rock. So it's not as funny. <laughs> well, it's the perfect amount of harm. If they got hurt anymore, you would feel bad. Right. Yeah. But and they're getting hurt less, on like nerf. Yeah. So it's like, ah, it's, it's perfect. Cause like they chose to do it. It's yeah. like that perfect level of like, they're not like, sure. They might be sore tomorrow, but like, no one's going to break an arm. <laughs> they're going I can to enjoy be fine. This. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also, the ones, the <laughs> Japanese game shows where they have to like, you need to climb to the top of this pyramid, but it's covered in baby oil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also we're going to throw stuff at you while you're doing it. Or... <laughs> if you don't complete, we'll read your childhood diary to everybody. Yeah, and there's a man dressed as a bee who's poking you in the butt with something. Like... <laughs> and there's a man dressed like a French maid because. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about him. He's here though. Um, so yeah, um, if uh, it's the 10th season of just American Ninja Warrior at this point, um, it's, it's insane. All right. Um, Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for, uh, for having me and for just yelling, you know, just for banging me for the last hour. (laughs) You are welcome. (laughs) You are welcome. Uh, Chris, if people wanted to get in contact with you, how could they do it? Oh, uh, or how would you like them to do it? I, I don't know how you could, I guess, find me on Facebook. Pretty much just come to Go Comedy or or uh, Pointless Improv Theater and Brewery in Ann Arbor. Uh, I'm there. I'm at one of those two theaters every weekend. So Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Maddie. Uh, I'm at Karate Dracula on Twitter and on Instagram. And I am at Matt Noss on Twitter and Facebook. And you can follow the show as well at Matters Pod on Twitter and Facebook. And thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you on the next episode of Matters. Matters. Bye. The Strain. <laughs> His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good try. It was, it was a, a solid try. try.